Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, it's Rob O'Donnell here on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. It is uh, almost 3.09 here at the studio. 78 degrees and sunny on this Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023. Lots going on today. There's a Chaos in the House of Representatives where uh, they continue to prove that they are a broken body, Um, truly broken. Congress is is truly broken. So they they had a procedural vote to bring the motion to the floor to vacate the Speaker of the House seat. That did pass. And then they attempted to table that motion, which would have given the chairman or the speaker the ability to table the motion and, and not being heard, basically killing it, and that failed. So now uh, both sides are given, I think they gave them an hour for comments, and they will be voting to vacate the Speaker of the House, where Kevin McCarthy will be uh, removed as Speaker. Now, where it goes from there, no one seems to know. It's it's going to be a very similar replay of January, where there were multiple votes to get him as the Speaker of the House. You had a handful of uh, Republican, um, conservative Republican holdouts who wanted to get some concessions and held out until they did. So if the vote to uh, vacate the speakership uh, happens, you're going to have the Democrats vote to put Hakeem Jeffries in as Speaker of the House. You're going to have Republicans. You're going to have probably two or three recommendations. You're going to have former Speaker McCarthy, who would, would be former Speaker if he was removed in the next vote. And then whoever this handful of it was 11 at last vote, Republicans, to uh, nominate someone else. Now, Speaker McCarthy, I think he needs 217 to get to the number to uh, be made Speaker again. Where this ends up, no one knows. Um, again, it could be another repetitive holdout. Do they put Speaker McCarthy back in after all this circus that's been going on down there, which hasn't happened since 1910. This happened once before in 1910 where there was what they officially call an insurrection against the Speaker of the House to have him removed, and the Speaker himself at that time in 1910 put the motion to the floor, and uh, they did have the vote to remove him. So in uh, the past 100 years, this hasn't happened. Here we are. Happening uh, now, uh, Representative Andy Biggs of Arizona is speaking now. And uh, when they hold the vote, we'll see. Uh, it'll be strictly down party lines, I am assuming, unless it was all just to make the speaker sweat, and in the end, they'll have the votes to keep him. Regardless, this is this is a game we don't really need here in Congress. It's, it's silly. It's doing nothing but giving Democrats talking points. As a matter of fact, Hakeem Jeffries... Already jumped on that. You have the the White House press podium uh, jumping on that. And Hakeem Jeffries put out a statement about an hour ago. He's saying, my statement on the chaos, dysfunction, and extremism of the House Republican Conference. And he put a statement. It's a three-page statement from him as the minority leader of the House. But again, my statement on the chaos, dysfunction, and extremism of the House Republican Conference. 
And, you know, I responded to it. Your guy just pulled a fire alarm to prevent a vote and attempted to gaslight calling Republicans Nazis. You may want to sit this out. Congress is truly broken, both sides here. This is a ridiculous effort by a handful of GOP conservatives that really helps no one, gets nowhere. And, and I understand some of their arguments, but you have to also understand the dynamics of Congress right now. You have a Democrat-controlled Senate. You have a Republican controlled by a slim margin on both chambers, GOP in the House. And you have a, a Democratic president, Democrat president. Nothing gets through unless it's bipartisan. Nothing gets through unless it's negotiated. Nothing gets through unless somebody gives and takes. That's just as simple as it is and a mixed thing. And it's been successful in the past. You look at Newt Gingrich and Bill Clinton, the last time we had a full appropriations in our lifetime. And since then, they've depended on these continuing resolutions, which is doing nothing but kicking the can down on the road, nothing but continuing spending. And it's just ridiculous. It makes – we need to revamp Congress as a whole, both sides. They're broken. I mean, you look at the extreme people we have in these chambers that are having such a voice, having such – I mean, you look at the squad and the Democrat side, and you look at Matt Gates and his band of people on this side. And they're destroying Congress. They're destroying our future, our kids' future, our grandkids' future. And they really need to get their act together. And you know what? They won't on their own. We have to make them, both sides. Get rid of these extreme idiots on both sides of these parties, and let's get to the business of the American people, because that's what they're supposed to be there for. And like I said, they've done it once in our lifetime. They are broken. They haven't accomplished much of anything except increase spending, increase our debt, It's, 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 it's frustrating, to say the least. It's frustrating, to say the least. But we're going to get on that. You know, they're, they're talking now, so, you know, since they're going to vote on it soon, I'll, I'll hold off until they start that vote and kind of give you a play-by-play. But there's been two votes so far, the vote from Matt Gates to introduce his motion. That passed. Then there was a vote to table his motion to make it go away. That failed, and now they're having their time to speak before the bill to remove, vacate the Speaker of the House officially. Uh, happens then we'll see what happens you know if this was just a scare tactic to kind of do things you know show show that he's not untouchable or are they going to go through this whole fiasco like they did in january where there'll be a dozen two dozen three dozen votes but in the meantime we have a thousand hours before the 43 day limit before our, our, our government has to close again because the continuing resolution ends you know when they first passed that 45 day extension they had a thousand eighty hours to complete it. Now they're down to almost a thousand hours. And and like anything else, they won't use those thousand hours for the next 43 days wisely. They will waste time until the last 48 hours and then run around like it's oh my god. You know, no pun intended, like it's a fire drill. Uh, we've seen where that leads though. So we'll get back to that in a minute. But we, I did talk about this missing nine year old from New York who was gone since Saturday, and by the grace of God, she was found, and she was targeted, she was taken by uh, someone with a criminal record who they're believing now targeted her, who was premeditated. There's a highway, Highway 9, I believe it was, that, that runs right next to the A-loop of this parking, this campground, 
And um, was he there in wait? Was he lying? But speaking to people in the know up there that were part of the search party, that were part of the police presence up there, her helmet and her bike was found between the Lupe path and in the woods, between that and this Route 9. So they believe that she was abducted from someone who parked on Route 9, snatched her, dragged her through the woods, and, and made away with her. The big grace of God is this person did have a criminal record, so his fingerprints were on fire on file. And at between four and five in the morning, he went by their house and uh, placed a ransom note. Now, abducting someone for the sake of ransom is life without parole. If he is convicted of that, I believe since they found the girl in his possession, thankfully. So far, all reports is she's been unharmed, but she was stuffed in a cabinet, covered up. Uh, the entry team did use flashbangs to stun the assailant. But the fact, you know, almost 48 after 48 hours later, hope kind of dims real quick. But they did have some leads. The ransom note was actually a good sign for them because someone's not going to harm someone unless they're desperate if they're looking to get money from someone. So as from a law enforcement perspective, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It means there's there's hope that you can get her back, that they could follow leads to find out who this is. And to see how quickly law enforcement worked to get fingerprints off the, the paper from the note that was left in the family's mailbox, to track that down, to uh, do an entry. And again, the, 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 the resources we have to identify who's in a home, who's in a trailer. He wasn't a trailer or a camper in the back of his uh, parents' yard. And like I said, she was uh, stuffed in a, a cabinet covered up. But all reports are she's been unharmed, which is the, the greatest part of this. Thankfully, um, there was relentless pursuit there. And uh, a breath of fresh air. You know, last night I started getting the, the notifications that, it, that this did happen. And, you know, I posted on my social media, putting it out there. I, I do spend a lot of time in this area. I just found out last night it was only six miles from where I visit often up there. Um, and it's just incredible how fast something like this could happen. You know, you think everything's okay. You're having a family vacation, the last of the summer, nice fall up in, up in uh, upper New York. The leaves are changing. You're having a good time. There's probably a bonfire. Your nine-year-old daughter des- decides, you know, she's going to take another loop around on her bike like the big girl. You know, I want to be a big girl. I don't want to go with my friends. I just want to take one more loop around. I'll be right back before it gets dark. And then normally takes six, seven minutes, doesn't return. All right, did something happen? She get tired. She walking the bike back. 15 minutes later, nothing. 20 minutes later, nothing. All right, now let's start calling her name. No response to the names. Other people start to get concerned because this is a family campground. There's family there. There's kids there. Hey, what's going on? My daughter went for a bike ride. She hasn't been back. She should have been back 15 minutes ago. Panic ensues. They start looking. Now they're screaming. They're walking. They're, they're checking the whole path. They find, um, you know, they start screaming out her name, more and more people from the campground. From what I understand, almost the entire campground, which is a great thing, you know, helped in the the immediate search right after the girl missing. Found the girl's helmet and bicycle off the path into the woods. Well, now we call 911. Now it's a full-blown panic. Where's where's our daughter? You know, I'm trying to to walk you through what happens in a situation like this. So you can put yourself in that. I I want you to close your eyes and put yourself, not if you're driving, obviously, but I want you to to put yourself in that situation. Realize how quickly these things happen. Realize how dangerous and fast these things happen. So you could be prepared to not panic. Panic 
you know, I, I have a, a saying with my family, and it, it aggravates them every time I say it. Work the problem. Don't create another problem. So it, panicking, getting upset, screaming and yelling, crying, you know, getting disoriented. I, I understand the emotions, especially when it's a, your child. But you have to work the problem. Don't create more to cloud what your mission is, is to, you know, find out what's happening here. And... uh Got police involved. Police were there very quickly. They had their air assets very quickly. But again, this girl was snatched up, put in a vehicle, and gone. Gone. You know, they expanded the area to 60 miles and started checking the whole 45-acre campground, you know, meticulously, like within three feet of each other, walking through, checking everything between police, fire, sheriff's offices, volunteers, the people from the campground. Um, This... A a wonderful statement to hear from this nine-year-old girl was she she knew she she was being saved when she heard the flashbangs and she heard the police enter. She goes, I knew I was being saved. Um, To give this nine-year-old all the credit in the world for, uh, you know, having that wherewithal, being through what she was just through, abducted, you know, two days earlier, taken, thankfully not, not hurt or abused. As of yet, that's what we, we, we know. Stuffed in a cabinet, hidden, not knowing what's going to happen. And when she heard the good guys coming, she said, I knew I was being rescued. I knew I was being rescued. So obviously she's going through her medical checks and everything, uh, reunited with the family, which is a great thing. But run these scenarios through with your kids. I mean, this is a family campground in a very, very nice area of New York, up in New York State, very similar to where we live here in Northeast Pennsylvania. Very similar demographics, very similar terrain, very similar as far as stores and, and housing and everything like that. Have these conversations with your family. Have them with your husband and wife. Hey, if something like this happens, we have to have a plan. And, and I know a lot of people don't want to think about these things, but you have to think about them. you got to run through what you would do. Because that instinct will kick in if something, God forbid, ever like this happens. You know exactly what to do. Walk it through with your kids. Hey, if this happens, I will move heaven and earth to find you. You just know that. And trying to give us all the clues we can. Try to remain calm. Try to get you know where you are. What kind of sounds are you hearing? What kind of things are you seeing? Landmarks that you see that for, for if you were able to get contact out, you can give a quick landmark. I saw this. You know, I heard this narrows it down tremendously. Did you hear a train going by? Do you hear traffic, heavy traffic like a highway? Um, is it very quiet? Do you hear farm noises? Do you hear, did you see a windmill? Did you see, you know, power lines? Did you see, you know, uh, any kind of landmark you see? And, and walk, and again, this girl was nine. You know, walk them through that so they know the situation because uh, thankfully this came out successful in the end. Suspect is under arrest. Hopefully spends the rest of his life in jail without parole. But uh, a lot of these cases don't end up like that. And even the time that passed, you know, even myself and professionals in the field, as we talked about it, said it's, it wasn't looking good. So for an outcome like this, you never give up hope. It's phenomenal. It's uh, 323 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's uh, 327 here at the station, 79 degrees and sunny. Um, you can call or text the show at 570-883-0098. Cartoon characters are out already. Got a text message. How the hell do you know what happened? Were you there? No, I absolutely know how to read. I know how these situations happen because I've been to them and I spoke to people who were on the scene. 
So there you go, brain surgeon. If you'd like to call in and discuss it more, I'd be glad to talk to you. Um, somebody asked, Rob, how about GPS tracking on your children, necklace or bracelet from the cabinet guy? Um, if they're young like that, yeah, I think you'll get kind of a pushback when they're a little older. Um, you know, the phones, their watches and stuff like that do that now. It's great to have that type of tracking. There's there's plenty of apps that do it. I mean, um, Life360 is one of them that we used. Um, and, and we use it to this day. You know, my wife and I use it. So if she sees I'm on my way home and says, you know, can you stop by the store or something? Or, you know, when they're coming home late or when my daughter's heading back to college, you know, we know where they are. Um you know, that they're safe there, that if something happens, we know where they last were, and we can start at that location, especially when you're driving four or five hours. There's plenty of apps to do that. There's family apps to do it. There's the tracking on your phone, like the Find My iPhone, Find Your Apple Watch, Find Your iPad. You know, it does all your Apple devices. But there's there's plenty of apps on your phones to do those things. There's the charms. There's the Apple AirTags now, which are a little big. But there's there's plenty of things to do that from. And, and yeah, if your kids are young, absolutely. Um, you know, we used them when we were down in Disney. It, it came in very good handy to see, you know, where, where our kids were because they were old enough to go off on their own, but, you know, try and find somebody in Disney World uh, was kind of troubling. So, you know, we used it down there. So, um, you know, I've personally used it. I think it's a good idea. I think as your children get older, especially the, the upper teenage years where they really don't want you monitoring everything that's going on, you might get some resistance back, but that's where the conversation and trust comes in. And listen, I'm not trying to be intrusive. I want to give you your space to an extent. I am still your parent, and I'm going to make sure you're not doing anything you shouldn't be doing, but it's more for your safety. I want to know where you are. So that's a conversation you need to sit down and have. Um, it's part of growing up with your, with your um, you know, teenage and upper teenage children. Once they turn 18, you know, it's a choice then for them. Hey, do you want to? Like my daughter now. She turns it on when she's traveling, her day-to-day stuff. Sometimes she turns it off. You know, I'm not here to track you or want to. But if you're on your way home and you're driving five hours by yourself at night, yeah, I would like to know if you're making it okay. You know, if, if you can get alerts if there's an accident or something like that. It's, 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 it's a great conversation to have. So, uh, you know, I appreciate, uh, you know, those text messages, especially, you know, a question like that. How about GPS tracking on your children? a necklace or bracelet. They have them out there, and if that suits your family needs, you sit down and you have the discussion with your husband, your wife, your partner, your kids, and decide what works best for you. You know, I'm not going to tell you you should do this or should do that. Just give you the options to make your own choice. So uh, it's, uh, you know, the more safe you could be, the more the more uh, assets you use for your safety is always a good thing. Tomorrow we are going to have this, uh, I know you've heard about it, but we're going to have this nationwide emergency broadcast test to set for Wednesday afternoon. I believe it's coming over at 2.20. All cell phones, television sets, radios, and all sorts of things. And I, it's funny. I see people on social media. I'm shutting my phone down. I'm taking my SIM card out. I'm not, I don't want them doing this. You get them now. I mean, we get weather alerts now on our phones. You get tornado watches. You get a... You know, hurricane warnings, um, amber alerts. There's a whole bunch of things that it's used for. If, if it bothers you that much, yeah, shut your phone down. Um, but if you want to see if it works for you and make sure everything's set up, there are settings on, especially, I just know the iPhones, so there are settings on there where you can control what types of alerts you get. But it's supposed to happen uh, all over the nation, you know, according to FEMA 
news release issued in August. Uh, says the tests will get detect test will gauge the effectiveness of both the emergency alert system and wild wireless emergency alerts. Uh, the former pertains to television and radio, which the later pertains to our cellular communications and phones, of course. And uh, this is going to make sure that the presidential alert, where he can make an emergency announcement to us, but it's going to be like any one other. You're going to say, you get, this is a test, the National Emer- Wireless Emergency Alert System, no action is needed. And um, you'll get it in different languages if you have it set up for that. And if, you know, if you want to, conspire on why you think they're doing this that's that's something else i don't think there's anything nefarious behind it uh, again people have seen an uptick in the see something say something signs i saw them this weekend when i was down in annapolis the football game for the first time in a while they were there saying something and now you have this alert so yeah it gives you fodder for hey is there are they expecting something is something going on the world is a tense place right now so they don't have to be uh, sensing something specific but between Iran, the war with Russia, um, you know, China, and everything else going on, it's, it's a good idea to test these systems if we have it. But if you feel threatened by this test, yes, just before 2.20 tomorrow, you could shut your phone down, you could take your SIM card out and do all the other things that I saw people doing. I'm not going to do any of those things. I'm going to let the alert happen. Hopefully it can silence it. If not, I'll come into the studio during Nikki's uh, show at 2.20 and let my alarm go off uh, there because it'll be playing everywhere else anyway. It's uh, 3.33 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Here with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 3.39 here, 79 degrees and sunny. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, L from Wayne County. Hey, how are you doing, L? I'm okay. How are you doing today? All right. Not bad. That's good. Well, listen, um, I wanted to talk to you about that girl, plus I wanted to talk just briefly about Matt Gates. That girl, I when I first heard the story where she was riding with her friends and then she decided to go off by her own, herself, I said to myself, what is wrong with this picture? What is wrong with the parents? What is wrong with anybody that was around that area when that kid said that? This is not our United States of America anymore. This is their United States of America anymore. And we are living in a different United States of America anymore. We are not in a safe place anymore. And you have to look at every single thing that you're going to do. And you have to decide that what was once is never anymore and probably never will be again. So that means security, safety. You have to rethink every single thing that you're going to do anymore. And this is just an example. I mean, why would that kid been been really the parents and the kid be dumb enough? Well, no, no, no. Al, I'm not going to criticize a girl who was just abducted. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to criticize her parents. I'm, you know, I'm nine nine year old girls want to be independent. They want to do things. They're riding their bicycle. They believe they were in a safe environment, a campground, a family campground with a bunch of uh, families around. There were there were families everywhere camping, having their fires as the evening progressed, as the sun started to go down. It wasn't dark yet. Um, I'm not going to criticize the child of the family, so so let's not well, go there. I'm I'm just saying, it's it's we are not living in the same United States of America that we had before, and and every single thing that you do needs to you need to take a second and third look at it. 
Well, and that's why I said what I said to, to have a plan in place if something like this does happen. Uh, real quick on Matt Gates because I have to go to a break. Okay. Um, over the weekend, Face the Nation, um, he was on, and I didn't know if he was Democrat or a Republican. I was thinking he was Democrat. And then when I saw that he was Republican, I said, wait a minute, what's going on? And I just couldn't understand why uh, he would want to um, put Ukraine's safety ahead of our safety, because that's what Kevin was trying to make everybody realize, that he wants the border first, and then the, the, the Ukraine second, or at least 50-50. And anybody that doesn't look at it like that, I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't agree with the reasoning at all. The, the whole system in Congress is broken. They really need to get their act together, and we have to force them to get the act together. Thanks for calling, Al. I appreciate also, it. I, I can't, I, I'm up against the break. Go ahead real quick. Sorry about that, El. It's uh, 3.42 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 3.46 here at the station, 79 degrees and uh, sunny outside. Got some text messages in. Rob, my wife and I are avid campers. Camping is not the same as the, the rest of the world. Usually it's families who are keeping an eye on everyone's kids. Uh, you get a child predator, he does what he does, what he wants to do. Um, yeah, we have to. There are child predators in this world. That's a doubt, no doubt. And uh, as someone who's camped, you know, my entire adult life with my family, you know, I get it. Uh, you know, I get it. Somebody's, uh, you know, was critical. Says uh, they believe that they were safe, but that's not the case. It's a myth. They are not safe. They must be monitored, not left alone. Who cares if she wanted to be a big girl? Uh, look what happened as a result. Yeah, I. So. Uh, you know, if you give your child a little freedom, the result is they get abducted. I, I don't think it's one or the other. I said I think we should be on guard. I think we should be cautious. But, again, this is a family-oriented campground, families everywhere riding around on the bicycles. Um, you know, we've seen how quickly it happens. And I've seen it happen to the most watchful parents right from under their nose. Uh, you can look up the cases yourself. Just uh, use uh, your search engine to, to see them for yourselves. Let's go to the phone now. We have... Uh, Karen from Mahoopany. Karen, we're not going to be critical of anyone else, but you can give your point of view. Okay. How do you meet? <laughs> just just don't. Air? Yeah, you're on the air. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, your last caller, I don't mean to be critical, but I just wanted to remind some people that, you know, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, the Atlanta City murders, we've never been safe. You know, just to, to assume that, we're, that we used to be safe and now we're not safe anymore is wrong is like you're you're yeah. not seeing the truth it, it's it's happened um, it's happened it happens all the time it happens a lot you're 100 percent correct there it, it, it's not just a recent occurrence i mean things are a little strange but in places like campgrounds there is not some immediate uptick in in child abductions it's it's happened a lot throughout history well i'm a, like your last uh text that you got i'm also a camper and been to many campgrounds around the country and my, for myself, I don't have children with me, but I watch out for kids all over the place. You know, I never go anywhere where I'm not watching out for those children who are either being, you know, they look like they're not being looked after as well as they could be. But, um, yeah, we, we've never been as safe as some people like to assume. We, we used to be so safe, but that's not true. We didn't used to have uh, Amber Alerts. We didn't used to have, um, you know, as soon as a child goes missing, the whole world knows. And 
those are wonderful things that we have that we never used to have before. Those child, those children went missing and stayed missing. Yeah, there's definitely a lot more publicity and a lot more technology involved with it now to make us more aware. But like you said, th- these these have been problems throughout history. Um, yeah. You know, it's not like it just it's this is an all of a sudden thing. But my, 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 the key point here is not to be critical of the parents, not to be critical, obviously, the child, never oh, no. be critical of the never. child. But I've lost, but, I've um, lost a child of my own, and I mean, to a, an accident. But so I know I would never, ever be critical of parents going through what they're going through right now. Yeah, thankfully, um, it was a it was a successful ending here. Um, but. My my point is just to to let parents know, have a plan, look how fast it happens. I mean, here's people enjoying their end of summer, nice fall camping. It was just before dark. You know how you've you've gone camping yourself. You know, you're getting your fire oh, yeah. going, you're getting ready for the s'mores or whatever, you, you know, for dinner. It, it's uh, it just have and a plan in place key. because it does happen, and look how quickly it happens. Absolutely. Knowledge is key. The children, a nine-year-old should know stranger danger. She should know... Um, well, she apparently did, but she was overpowered because she knew the police were coming when they came through the door. Karen, I appreciate your call. i got to go to the Bloomberg Money Minute. It's time for the Bloomberg. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It is 354 here at the station, 79 degrees and sunny. I have uh, Anastasia in the studio here to talk about a great event coming up on October 7th and 8th, the Rod of Iron Freedom Festival. Anastasia, tell us all about this event. Well, this is a great time for Patriots. Uh, it's a great time to, to remind people we're alive and we could be around fun, like-minded individuals who love their Constitution and love their liberties. And uh, we have great guest speakers, including Dr. Sebastian Gorka. We have uh, Jack Pasobic, and we have Mel Kay. And we also have someone that I think your listeners here on the station might really enjoy, which is your own Nikki Stone on Sundays at, at, sun, at Sunday on 4 p.m. And uh, we have a great music festival Saturday evening for 5.30 to 8 o'clock, followed by a great fireworks display. We have vendors, international food from Greek to Thai to come hungry. You're going to eat well. And we have all kind of vendors that are not just Second Amendment, but also for jewelry and toys. Come do your Christmas shopping, start early. And all our vendors are really great patriots. And we also all support our veterans, which is so important because freedom, as we know, is not free. It's Absolutely. earned. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking at your vendor list here. Uh, Patriot gear, jewelry, wood carving, Second Amendment gear, uh, ladies' accessories, arts and crafts, the food, Greek food, barbecue half chicken, sausage and peppers, Chinese food, Thai food, pizza, Manhattan clam chowder, funnel cake, and more. And like you said, you got the fireworks, concert music, kids' uh, youth zone. That's new, and we're so excited about it because, you know what? We understand that patriots want to be with us all day long from 11 to 7. And guess what? Kids, they want fun. So this year we've added, because it is the fifth annual, we've added a, the youth zone, which includes um, the the uh, bouncy houses. We also have um, the, the airsoft shooting. Uh, we also have archery training for the young ones. And we also have pumpkin painting for any age. And that way the kids will have fun. And like I said, fun for everyone. That's really the point of this year's festival. And I see you're going to have a good friend of mine there, David Bray. I just had an event with him in New Jersey. Always the patriotic singer. Oh, he's the always best. Brings the, always brings the, the, the music to the show. Yes. And, you know, uh, we've been friends with Dave Bray, our organization, for many years now. And he's the one 
um, part of the show that we always bring back year to year because of his patriotism. He's so talented. His voice is like really second to none. And you know what? He could have been making, you know, millions of dollars in the industry, but he's never sold out because he's a true patriot. And he doesn't, and he tells you straight out, he goes, I do it because I love the music. I love the people and I would never sell out. And people should know that about some of these country singers, some patriot singers, because they won't sell out to to the industry. And you have uh, American Revival there, Saved by Grace. A mm-hmm. uh, bunch of bands going on for the live music for the f- festival. Yeah, Saved uh, by Grace is actually from West End of Pennsylvania, and they've recently recorded in Memphis. And we're really excited because they will be featuring a new song that was particularly written just for the Freedom Festival and Second Amendment rights. Excellent, excellent. And and the website is www.rodofironfreedomfestival.org. That's That's great. And guess what? If you register today, okay, or register early, you automatically enter to win a Trump AR-15 commander. And guess what? The registration costs a whole zero because registration is always free. We believe in inviting patriots and having great time and um, just enjoying the music, enjoying the food, breaking bread, and remembering what it's all worth because these days it's harder to remember that but we gather together and we we rejuvenate our constitutional rights and where exactly is the freedom festival going to be held yeah so it's at the tommy gun warehouse at 105 car avenue in greenlee pa (coughs) sorry 200 sorry 200 um acres of land and the grounds and we also have a 600 uh, yard outdoor shooting range, and that we'll have all kinds of anti-guns and machine guns to play with, if that's your thing. And as far as the music is concerned, we also have a huge social media uh, person called Black Rambo. He's got over 5 million followers, and he's a big supporter. He's a big rapper. He also supports um, legal guns. And you know what? In the African community, is a big movement mm-hmm. in, in showing people the, the right way of gun ownership and responsibility. That's great. That's great. And again, that's www.rodoffreedomfestival.org. It's going to be October 7th and 8th. Great speakers, great food, great music, and a youth zone and everything for everybody to do. Thank you so much. No problem. I appreciate you coming in and telling us all about it. And again, that's www.rodoffreedomfestival.org if you want to check it out. You can register there. It's uh, 4 o'clock here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute.